Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Chef, and happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Are you in a little bit of a better mood today than you were yesterday? I don't, I, I know the, the what are they called, the signs, you know, the astrological signs vary from person to person, not only the month when you were born, but the time of day and what moon mm-hmm. phase you were in. So is it possible that Mercury is just in my retrograde? Just permanently? No. All the time? Yesterday, the past 48 hours, Monday was a great day. Here's what I liked about Monday. It was in Atlanta. The weather was terrible. It was raining. It was yucky. Not a little bit of rain. It was just awful. And we ended up, I ended up not going into the office. I worked from home, which wasn't a ton of work. It was mainly at-home stuff. Mm-hmm. It felt really good. Yeah. The only remotely business-related thing that I did on Monday was I had to call up a government agency mm-hmm. to get help on a, pay, uh, a payment thing, payments, the number of payments remaining on a loan. Mm-hmm. I can't explain to you how frustrating it was because I was on the phone for 90 minutes. Yeah. Nine zero, 90 minutes. And the thing that was so upsetting is the answer could have been given to me in the first 30 seconds. Yeah, that's irritating. So irritating. So that was that was. But Monday. you got the answer. There's your upside. <laughs> I got the answer, but it just was way too much work. Yeah. Then yesterday, my day started with calling up a calling several people about getting us off of cobra and getting our health insurance in order mm-hmm. and i found the plan that we wanted i did the research i did all the comparisons i checked the boxes to compare so i could look side by side i googled terms i didn't understand i filled out the extensive paper paperwork or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. online. Application. Application online. I did it both for the insurance company that, mm-hmm. that we, we might be getting this plan through and also through the marketplace, healthcare.gov, yeah. and was very thorough, thought I did a great job, got to the end, and the plan was like five, almost $500 more Oof. than what it was in the beginning. And when I call up for an explanation, everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know. So that was just, and then I came home, and, I, and then I went and got Ellie. She was a Grumpelstiltskin when I picked her up. Yeah. Then I came home. You were a Grumpelstiltskin. No, I said one sentence to you. Well, it was that never, irritated you. Yeah, uh, and uh, then I came upstairs. I'm like, I'm just gonna work. I'm gonna finish the day from home. I came upstairs, and the internet didn't work. It was just, so my Mercury's in retrograde. So to answer your question, am I in a better mood today? Yes, by default, because I can't be in a worse mood. Okay, well, I don't know if I would say that. Like, don't jinx our entire day. But, right. But know. I am excited that it's Valentine's Day because... Is this the first Valentine's Day you've ever been excited about? Because yeah, you're not a big fan of this day. No, I, it's to me, it's a Hallmark holiday. It doesn't really count. I. It sounds... Right in line with, with the grumpy me that's been venting for the past three minutes. But I just think that that you shouldn't need a special holiday to acknowledge. You I think shouldn't, it's, but I do love love. I love celebrations of love. It's great for first, you know, couples celebrating their first Valentine's Day, whatever. 
And it's my, it's just like every holiday. It's so much cooler with with kids now. Mm-hmm. With Ellie, because she's mm-hmm. been counting down. She's got a little Valentine's for her kids at school, her friends mm-hmm. at school. It's cool. And I came up with an idea for us to do tonight for Valentine's Day that I'm actually really impressed with. Okay, Because I know it's important to you. It is important to me. It's not that it's important. I just think it's fun. I think yeah. everything about Valentine's Day is super fun. I love any holiday that is centered around candy is a okay with me. Right. Um, I love just feeling the love and I love that generally speaking, people today are in a really good mood and I just, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with it. I know there's Valentine's day haters and Oh, everything's marked up and blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. But the people at those comp that work at those companies aren't complaining. You're making chocolates on the line. You're not complaining that this is a popular holiday. You know what I mean? I would say of all the candy, related holidays and there's three of them right easter halloween and valentine's day yeah right those are the only candy centric candy centric holidays valentine's day is in the lead way in the lead now quantity wise halloween will get you more candy yeah probably Mm -hmm. especially if you're a kid but 40 percent of it you're not gonna like you know what i mean yeah if not more you know what else is good about Valentine's Day? Easter, you got to work for it. You got to go go look for eggs and chocolates and plastic that's eggs fun. and stuff. Yeah. I think it's that's fun, fun, but it's for the candy part of it, it's work. Yeah. Well, Eat, I, ho- Valentine's Day, here's some chocolate. Go on with your day. If you are someone that likes sales and or someone that likes candy, the day after Valentine's Day is great because everything's on sale. And then we're moving on to Easter. Target has already moved on to Easter, by the way. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, have you ever had an epically bad Valentine's Day? Mm. like just where you maybe started out the day with an expectation. It didn't go as planned. And you're like, this day sucks. I don't, not one that stands out to view. Is that why you're asking? Do you have you had one? I have. Okay. And it involves you. Oh, it involves me. <laughs> oh, it was when we were dating, but not dating. We were dating, but not dating. And, um, you said something to me. I kind of forget. I think you hadn't planned on doing anything for me for Valentine's Day because you were still straddling straddling the line of your your other relationship. I was not straddling the fence on the other relationship. Mine was over. And I was kind of like waiting on you to like, you know, be mine. <laughs> Valentine, get it, be mine. Um, And you kind of didn't do anything for Valentine's Day. And then you felt guilty. And then you had a courier sent to my office. Do you remember this? With a bag full of stuff. Um, Stuff for my dog, Blair, at the time, which I thought was really sweet. And like a balloon and flowers and Godiva chocolate-covered strawberries, which are like my favorite thing in the entire world. Okay. And it was so sweet. And I was really excited, even in the back of my head. I'm like, he totally was not going to do anything for Valentine's Day. And then I, we were texting and I said, I love the holiday. And so you made it a thing, yeah. which was like sweet, but you know, true to player form, I texted you thinking that maybe you were going to ask me to hang out that night, like right. not go on a fancy date or anything, but just be around me because it's the day of love and not that you were loving me at that point, but I was like, you know, wanted your attention. So as the story goes, Jeff Dollar, I was like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And you're like, oh, I'm going to see a movie with XYZ, the person that you are also dating at the same time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a jerk. And I like immediately started crying. I went to my friend's house with a bottle of wine. And I was like, I can't believe because her she was kind of dating a jerk, too. 
So she didn't have plans on Valentine's Day. And I was like, I can't believe this. And blah, blah, blah. And we, you know, hung out, drank wine. And that was my Valentine's Day. And you wound up texting me like the whole time you were on your date, non-date. Um, and I wonder if she remembers that as an epically bad date because you said, oh, tickets were sold out. And I forgot to get movie tickets in advance. Well, I think. So that was we- my bad Valentine's Day. And it's so funny because if. I were any of my friends, I would have been like, that guy's a jerk, never date Um, him, and now we're married. (laughs) Just so you know, with two kids, just so you know, the reason, a big part of the reason that I didn't think Valentine's Day was going to be a big deal, Uh because you said to me, that you were not going to do anything for New Year's Eve, do you Uh remember this? And then you ended up, going over to your boyfriend's, I don't know if he was your ex or whatever, at the time, uh-huh. his house, and I think you stayed over on New Year's Eve. And so you were doing to me what I did? I wasn't, no, it wasn't like a revenge thing. I thought... You were like, oh, oh she doesn't want to spend New Year's with me. Yeah. It, it wasn't that you, you didn't want to spend New Year's with me because I had already had plans with a big group. Uh-huh. So it, it, I don't think it would have been possible but it it sent a message that either you weren't over him or something but i remember thinking having the conscious thought like oh i probably shouldn't ask her to do anything for valentine's day and then i did go i bet that was epically bad for the other person because i wasn't expecting to spend valentine's day with her either and then she had an expectation i was like all right let's go to a movie so i went online and bought tickets literally the front row. It was one of those eat dinner at the theater places. So we would have had sore necks by the time it was over. So I bought the tickets, went in. The seats were so bad that we left and went to a pub. (laughs) Not even a a restaurant, you know, not even a nice Valentine's Day restaurant, like a a pub. If you had an epically bad... By the way, that that noise is Olivia and she is sneezing. She is sneezing. Um, If you've had an epically bad Valentine's Day or just a funny one, like I don't care if you were like, you know, 12 or whatever, very memorable. I would like to hear at 800-434-5454. And no, our phone number did not change. I said it incorrectly on Monday because, you know, I just have been off the the wheel, off the... What is it for a little bit? Um, off the wheel. Off the, you know off, what I mean? Off your game? No, I've just been off of like working and stuff like that. So I'm off, I'm out of the game. I've been out of the game for a little bit. There you go. Um, some other Valentine's Day things that I wanted to tell you. Oh, yeah. That you're not going to care about, but I'm sure someone will. And it makes for interesting conversation. So if you're going out tonight solo, here are some uh, Valentine's Day facts that you can use for Terrible pickup lines. Um, Americans spend $2 billion today on their pets, dogs, cats, etc. what have you. That's a lot of money. Um, and if you feel left out that you don't have a date tonight, only four in 10 people are going to dinner with a Valentine tonight. So, you know, you're in the majority there. Um, and then I also have a genius gift idea for you and it will cost you $5 or less. And it's actually what Jeff Dollar did for me on my birthday. And I loved it so much. You gave me a card and you wrote in the card things that you promised me about our relationship, like both, you know, based on our marriage vows, but then in the future, like I promise to this, 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 this. And it was amazing. That would be the best Valentine's Day gift ever, even especially if you've had like a dozen or so Valentines together and things aren't feeling as fresh. Wow. Now I got to rewrite your Valentine's card. 
My birthday card. No, your Valentine's card, because it just says, Happy Valentine's Day, love Jeff. <laughs> now that I know it's such a hit gift. I will- and you have to go over the top for our girls, because they have to know how loved they are, so they don't date doofuses later. Uh, all right, you gave out the phone number, and we did get phone calls on classes that kids should take. So I feel like this is a good time to play them. Okay. Because we've talked about how our phone number is back, and we've had some montages at the end of the show, but we haven't been playing them during the show like we promised. Hi, this is um, Alicia in, in uh, Alabama. Anyway, uh, a class that I signed my kids up for at the Y, it starts at age five, and it goes all the way up to teen years, but it's a cooking class, and it's really interesting. It teaches about safety and making their own food, and yep. It's awesome. So that's not a hypothetical class. That's a real class. Yeah, that's awesome. I I took a fancy cooking class where like you learn when I was a kid where you learned how to like fold napkins in a certain way and host a dinner party and all this kind of stuff. What I think would be helpful is how do you make eggs and grilled cheese sandwiches? How do you fry an egg? How do you fry an egg? How do you scramble an egg? Like you should there should be a class that they teach kids where you get like you leave knowing how to make fork eggs in four different ways. I uh was shocked when I found out a few years ago that Callie had never made her own hamburger. She had no idea. No clue. How to make a hamburger patty, how long to cook it for, the temperature of the meat, when to put the cheese on. Completely clueless. In that. My my dad's a grill master. And then like every guy I've dated has been a guy that likes a grill. So I've never had to fend for myself in the hamburger world. Hey, guys. Yes, yes, yes to everything you guys are saying. I've been saying for years they should have like a personal finance class or just personal living because so many, if you don't have parents who know how to teach you, then you're at a loss. And most people are at, a lot of us are at a disadvantage. So I think that is absolutely a necessity. They should start teaching it a little bit in middle school, definitely more in high school. And they should offer those classes in college. Like when we get to college, why do we have to take English history, some of the math that we've been doing our entire life. What is the point of spending, we're paying our own money to take stuff we had to do from basically first grade up through 12th grade. And it has nothing to do with what you're going to do in life. And it's so hard having kids. Y'all will get here soon once Ellie's in real school. When, (laughs) if they're struggling with something in school and all you can sit and think is you're never going to use that again, but you have to keep your mouth shut because you can't discourage them and they need to know that they have to do what their teacher asks them. But, you know, fractions and measurement, that is something that you actually will use again in life and you'll use it all the time. But some of the other things I'm just like, you're never going to need to know this is all that goes through my head when I'm trying to help my kids with their stuff and I'm just trying to smile and help them on through it and yes yes it's important to know this love your show bye she makes such a great point in their functional fractions that's what should be taught like Like, baking measurements yes or converting like if you have a recipe for eight how do you easily make that for For two? two Mm-hmm. Right or f- or four, mm-hmm. and how do you divide all that stuff? You know, in half or quarter, whatever that functional stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's the and then use that to teach the more complex. Anyways, I'm not going to go down that road because when I talked about the rhombuses or the rhombi or whatever they're called, rhombi. people people were very mad. So I thought you're rhombine. Yeah, I told told you that on Monday. It's what started the whole conversation. Oh yeah. Teachers yeah. like you don't have blah, blah, blah. so. I'm just saying. 
I don't want to, I don't want to unearth that demon. Again. Oh yeah. Got it. We can't always predict what is going to happen in life. And if you have a family like I do, then you have got to get term life insurance to protect your family. Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to protect your family's financial future so you can focus on what's ahead knowing your family is protected if something unexpected happens. It's not something we want to think about, but it is so important because we all want our families to be taken care of if something unexpected happens. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policies in less than 10 minutes. Fabric has flexible policies that fit your family and your budget with quality policies policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. It's all online and on your schedule, no appointments, scheduling, or piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you. You could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required. And Fabric has more than just life insurance. It's a one-stop shop that also has free digital wills, investment accounts that let you save for your kid's future. And you can manage your family's finances right from your phone. So your family is prepared for anything. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply today in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. That's meetfabric.com slash upside. M-E-E-T-F-A-B-R-I-C dot com slash upside. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. What did you think of the Super Bowl halftime show? I thought it was great. We didn't talk about it, by the way. Like he and I, we watched it together and then we didn't really discuss. So we're discussing now. Well, we did, we both agreed that it was great, right? I think it got off to a really slow start. I was very worried at the beginning. You were? Yeah. And I know there were some production issues. Um, have you heard the story about Alicia Keys? First line. Mm-mm. Apparently, she flubbed the first line of her song. Okay. And but in the YouTube version that you can go and watch now, it's been fixed. I don't know if she was off key. I don't, it's nothing that I noticed when we were watching. Okay. It, but there's this big controversy. Should they have fixed it? Mm. Of course they fix it. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> but I, to, to go back to the question you asked, I thought it started slow. I thought it ended fantastic. I'm biased, biased because it was so Atlanta centric. It was. And, uh, I have been around so many of those people from, for so many years working in radio. Yeah. That it almost felt like friends. It feels like it was for us. It feels yes. like it was for, I feel like everyone in Atlanta. I was like, those are my people. Yeah. Like there are people. It is Atlanta. And I just thought it was super awesome. I also like the roller skates. Like way to, like how could Usher be more entertaining? Roller skates. Also yeah. kudos to whoever had Usher takes his shirt off on the their bingo card. Well, because... that was a, that was a given, <laughs> right? That was a guarantee. And he had his necklace on that was in the my way. Um, on the My Way album, which, by the way, is still one of my favorite albums. Um, another controversy that I heard people talking uh, about was uh, the hug, the intimate hug from behind that he gave Alicia Keys. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And people were saying, oh, no wonder his wife rushed out and they got married. You know, he married his longtime girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, while he was in Vegas. And Alicia Keys' husband, Swiss Beats. Yeah. People say, oh, Swiss Beats is probably not happy about that, whatever. You understand that performers are performing. I was so, about to ask you, do you, would you be mad if no, Usher was behind me like that? Not, not if it was part of a performance. If yeah. you were at Kroger and, you know, 
you're picking out it's Saturday morning and you're picking out a half dozen donuts. You're like, is that one jelly filled? And then he comes up behind you and does that. <laughs> then I got an issue. But there he's performing. Yeah. It was an intimate song. It was a song about love and lovers. And it was a, 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 a he's on stage and they're wearing stage costumes, outfits, whatever. No, there's nothing. Don't read into it. I don't know if this is true or a rumor and if it's only in Atlanta because Atlanta was really gossipy about Usher's Confessions album. But the rumor was that that was about Chili. Yeah, that's from not, TLC. I, I think that's true. Okay. I didn't know if that was like an insider, you know, Atlanta that thing was the or whole, common knowledge. Don't you remember the whole beef with Usher and the Burt Show from 100 years ago? No. Usher came in studio and asked about that, or and Bert asked about that, and Usher got so mad. Asked if it if the song Confessions was about something along chili. those lines, and he said, "I don't want to talk about my personal life." Personal life, okay. and and I think Bert tried to negotiate that, and it didn't go well. And it was this whole I don't even I mean it was twenty years ago, yeah. So I don't even remember the the details of it, but there was a huge beef for a long time. Between Usher and the Burt Show because of that. Then fast forward 15 years later, Chili was on Star mm-hmm. when I was hosting the morning show there. Chili's still your friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she's my friend. I mean, You guys are on a text basis. I'm, uh, I remember that because I was like, oh my God, Chili just texted Jeff when we were engaged. I was like, what is happening? It's um, Chili. But she she came into Star and we were playing some trivia game and one of the options was like Usher's Confessions album and she laughed like she knew why we inserted yeah. it in there and laughed. But I don't know if any of them addressed it, but it was a thing and they were kids. It was 20 years ago. Yeah, okay, so it was, but I wonder if that's something that she looks at that performance and is like, oh. God, no. not because it's about them and their breakup or whatever, but because there's like, you know, a kid involved and like all this stuff. Like if it's that deep, do you spend the rest of your life if the song is about you being like, oh, my God, I can't hear this song one more time. Or is she like, this song's awesome. Like, I mean, you got to give the credit. Where, I'm sure you give the credit where the credit's due. You know who I would love to. Or maybe she doesn't even flinch when she hears that song come on. Like she's watching the Super Bowl. She's like, oh, that song. You know who uh, I would love to hear from? Who? Drew from Teardrops on My Guitar. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that was Taylor Swift's first hit. She was, what, 16 or 17 at the time? Uh-huh. Maybe even younger than that? Yeah. 15 or 16. And Drew was the dude who sat next to her in, in class and talked all about his girlfriend. And she was like, "You, it should be me. I actually didn't know that story, but... You didn't know? You've, you've <laughs> no. never heard the song Teardrops no, on My Guitar? No, I know the song, but I didn't know. Isn't that what it's... It was like a true story about a guy named Drew. Everything Taylor Swift well, writes I, is a true story. She's 17. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to her upcoming album, Chiefs. <laughs> Chief. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be a breakup album because I really, really like them together. All right, here's some random things for you. Uh, yesterday was National Pancake Day. And somebody did the research on the perfect pancake according to science. What's the scoop? Uh, you do not use butter on your griddle. What? You use vegetable oil. 
Okay. Because um, it has a higher smoke point, so it won't burn. Um, I think my dad uses butter. I use butter. I think everybody uses butter, but you're not supposed to. Use vegetable oil. Um, and the ratio of flour to milk is one to two. So if you use, and this is this was a European study, and mm-hmm. if you've ever done cooking European style, it's all done by weight. Okay. So it's not a cup of milk for because you know liquid cup and dry cup are two different right measurements. So it's all done by grams. So if you use a hundred grams of flour, you use two hundred milliliters of milk, two to one. Got it. Um, I guess two hundred grams of milk. Yeah, weight wise. So it's two to one. And that gives you an option, depending on how you like your pancakes, to use either one or two eggs. Two eggs are more American style. One egg is more European, like crepey. Yeah. Um, and then you're supposed to let the batter rest for 15 minutes before you hmm. cook it on the griddle. Who could wait 15 minutes? That seems like a very long time for something so delicious. Um, another random thing for you is a reminder that if you're getting Valentine's Day goodies today or you're enjoying them, to watch out for your pets because, obviously, chocolate, bad for cats and dogs. Flowers also can be toxic to pets. And then something that I wouldn't have thought about is an ingredient called xylitol, which is a sweetener that's in sugar-free candies. So if you're someone that eats those, like, you know, how now they have, like, all these fake, these faux you know, candies and stuff like that that are like what you had when you were, you know, younger, just with no sugar, artificial sugar, xylitol, really bad for dogs um, and kind of bad for cats. And another random thing. Oh, did you have another one? Are you yeah. Done? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you can do two in a row if you want. Let's mix um, it up. Let's be crazy. Something that you're going to love about this story, Goldie Hawn's dog was a golden lab was in the Budweiser commercial. That's whose dog starred in that. that. To me, this is so brilliant. So brilliant. Because as a market, I have no idea how her dog ended up being the dog. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they used a celebrity's dog actually doubles the media opportunities Yes, for talking about that commercial. You know Budweiser's going to have a great commercial. They're famous for him. Epic. Right? That's what they do. Every, the Clydesdales, the stuff. They Sometimes they make you cry, whatever. Uh, so they do all these commercials. Guaranteed a whole second, what's it called? Wave uh, of press. Wave of press. Possibilities of press because they use Goldie Hawn's dog. Brilliant. You, you know what also I love that I think you're going to love? The dog's name? Roy. <laughs> That's a great. Human names for dogs are great. All right, and I guess this will be your last random thing. Thanks to overtime in the Super Bowl, Buffalo Wild Wings is giving away a free order of six wings. You can either get traditional or boneless-style wings absolutely free on the afternoon of February 26th. It's from 2 to 5. It has to be a dine-in or take-out order, not delivery, not call-in. You get one per customer while supplies last. And that's and those all are your random things for today. And that's all of them. Because they went into overtime. I guess that was an overtime promotion. Yep. Okay, now you can say that. Sorry to cut you off. And those are your random things for today. We will see you back on Friday. Have a great rest of your week. 